This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their survived this rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the survive this system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. You know, I'm I I'm wondering if GMs I'm I sure don't. Well, I'm working on, let me put it that way. But what I'm trying to get at is GMs who want to run something with a certain je ne sais quoi or feel, a certain atmosphere. Now, it's easy to do regular fantasy. You know, if you're doing generic fantasy, everybody knows that. But if what if you're trying to, like, say you're doing a Lankmar campaign or even Star Wars, for that matter, or something that has a certain feel about it, how do you go about doing that? That's the thing I struggle because I'm running a Hyperborea campaign right now, and that's all about pulp fantasy. That's all about Clark Ashton Smith and Robert E. Howard and Fritz Lieber and all them. So, and I'm not much of a reader. I'll tell you right now, I have not cracked a book on any of those. Appendix and be damned, you know, but I'm more of a visual person, a cinematic person. I like my games to run like movies or TV shows or something like that. So what do I do? Okay, I want to get that Conan-y vibe feel, the, you know, the sword and the sorcerer and, you know, weird monsters and magic throne, you know, you know, high priests and snake men and all that kind of stuff. So I do the next best thing. And you could probably do this too. I mean, if you're doing something like Star Wars, <laughs> go watch the movies or anything on Disney Plus or something. Mostly the movies, but go watch the movies. And if you're, I'm dealing with the Conan type stuff. I'll go. To, I'll go pretty much to like. I'll go watch Arnie's Conan again, and maybe even Conan the Destroyer. Although I like the first one better. Also, next best thing, I have Volume One of the Complete Conan which is the first 25 issues of the Marvel Comics Conan the Barbarian title, comic book. I don't mind reading comic books. It's it's easier for me to, to digest and get through than sitting there trying to read a, story, a short story or even a novel about this kind of stuff. So that gives me a great idea of what's going on, what the world is like, what it feels like. That's the whole thing. See, I was... I was 
this kind of shook me because I ran some hyperborea for another group. And after the second session afterwards, they one of the players came up and says, oh, that was a good game, but, you know, it didn't feel like, you know, Pulp Fantasy. It didn't feel like Conan or, or that kind of thing. It just felt like a regular D&D game. Oh, man, that messed me up. Now it's like I make great pains to try and make it feel that way. You know, things like music and other things can ha- help during the during the session. But I think doing your research in that way, and if you're not a big reader like my, me, and you don't, you know, you don't throw yourself into the literary stuff or something, try and watch stu- stuff, watch or look at stuff that is real close to it. You know what I'm saying? Real close to it. So it makes the research a little easier, and it's fun. <laughs> I got to say, it's fun. So those are my words of, of advice on making a established campaign world kind of feel right, if you know what I mean. So I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com or stop. Drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. For single donations, try my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan Dorja, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Soros, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, John Allen Large, Aaron, Michael Tompkins, Randy Nichols, and Joe Harden. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasts, there is Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar's podcast, Cameron The Red Caps podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep podcast, Randy and Joe at The Biggest Geekest podcast, G- Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.